Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 11 of the Behind the Medal podcast. With me, Gary Damer. And me, Dean Smith. Hold tight for a very short little warning about some naughty words. Warning! Warning! This episode contains swearing. So, if you don't like words any stronger than... Spanner! Or... Ragamuffin! Then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Changed. Oh, sorry. Gary and Dean, Gary and Dean, chatting along on a new podcast. Gary and Dean, Gary and Dean, you won't get this time back. Okay, it is half past seven in the morning on Friday the 26th of April, and uh, Gary's just got to my house, and we're waiting for the Uber, but what are we off to do, Gary? We're off to Madrid, we're on our holidays. holidays. (laughs) How do you spend your holidays, Gary? Oh, running 26.2 miles around places that don't speak much English. (laughs) (laughs) So they can't understand your swearing. Yes, it's early, isn't it, this... It is, but uh, we had to move flights because they moved the marathon time. But it's good, we'll get there and we'll get a lot of days uh, afterwards to enjoy uh, Madrid. Yeah, it feels like a bonus day now, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, but it, we've got to get we've got to get past this race first, man. Yeah, so I think I was thinking about it on the way here, because I, I think I've only done about two or three long runs. I think I did one with you. Yeah. I did one with my mate Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe just maybe one little other one on my own. But the rest have been sort of shortish and quick. So I'm just hoping that I've done enough distance yeah. in my legs to get me around it. Because it's now the marathon's obviously tomorrow. It gets to that point where you start doubting it, everything you've done, and thinking, oh, have I done enough? Will I get around it? Am I going to die? Yeah. <laughs> Checking my travel insurance. <laughs> What's the excess on? <laughs> Getting coffin flown back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was the longest you did with me then the twenty? Twenty, yeah, yeah. And then I, I didn't go above the twenty. Either. No, I didn't. Sometimes I do twenty-two, but I didn't this time. I don't think I've ever not done above twenty Ooh, before. Gosh. But this is number eight, marathon number eight. So I, yep. I sort of know where it, in, what's coming up. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's normal to get to start doubting yourself, even at this stage. You know, we've done quite a few. Uh, my training could have been a lot better, but I'm busy and uh, there's always there's excuses for everything. It'll all come down to the run tomorrow. It's funny, and it when you talk to people, they always say that the same stock answer, don't they? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've done enough training. I don't <laughs> think I've done enough. So I think that's just part of the course, isn't it? I think, I think so. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to it still. It's going to be amazing. There's there's three of us, me, you, and yeah. Danny. Um, he's already there he's been there for a few hours because yeah. he got a very early flight yeah from Liverpool didn't he <laughs> so um, he's checking in for us in the Airbnb um, yeah we're all running the marathon it's going to be a, it's going to be a good weekend I think I'm really looking forward to it um, the Uber I think is just about to arrive just got a notification on the phone so um, we will catch up with you when we're there I guess oh god here we go <laughs> okay we're here in um, Madrid 
Yeah, it says where we are on the phone. Mercado yeah. de San Miguel. Miguel. And it's amazing, by the way. It's a little uh, market with loads of cool food and drink bits. Yeah, when you say market, I imagine like Harper Hay Market in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> Berry's world famous market. Yeah, I bet no one here has heard of Berry's world famous market. I've thought. <laughs> amazing. It's really good though. Uh, it's uh, Friday evening. We've got the marathon tomorrow morning, and then we're going to come back here and do this properly by eating our weight in meat. And drinking our way in uh, cerveza. Yeah, a couple of wines. But it's uh, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful part of the world. It's going to be very warm tomorrow, though. Yeah. So we've just taken on a load of pasta. Loads of water. Loads of water, some salt to help with the muscles. <laughs> and an early night tonight for the marathons in Mona. <laughs> Okay, Gary, describe the scene for me, please. Where are we? What are we up to? Oh, this is it. We're at the, We're just outside the bag drop. Um, we've got about an hour to go till the start of the race. We're going to drop our bags off shortly uh, and just soak up the atmosphere. Uh, what time is it? About half eight? Uh, quarter past eight, so we're starting in an hour. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's a bigger field than I thought it'd be. What's there going to be? A good few thousand it's heads here. It's big, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, like the corrals where you start, where you, each runner, each wave starts. It's quite a long old stretch, isn't it? It is, certainly is. Seems to be a big international community of runners as well. Like everyone on their um, bib numbers has uh, a little flag, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Spotted yeah. an Irishman just now. Big Kevin. Kev. <laughs> Shout out to Kev, <laughs> who's doing the 10K. There's a 10K uh, starting now, I think, and then there's a half marathon, and then there's us. Yeah, 42 kilometres. Uh, it feels like a long way. I'm not going to lie to you, Dean, today. I don't know what's... I think I'm just at that level where I'm sort of doubting everything and feel like I've... Yeah. my legs are heavy and, my, you know, I'd worry Ed. We were just saying, laid in bed last night, I didn't get much sleep at all. And uh, I kept on just getting little pains. I yeah. think that's typical of a night before a marathon, isn't it? Yeah, phantom pains. It's weird, because on the way down here, I, f- I suddenly felt like I couldn't walk. <laughs> like, I've forgotten how to walk, never mind run. One foot in front of the other. And our mate, Danny, it was... Danny's telling hello Danny hi Danny he's running with us as well <laughs> he's going like you should be nervous you've run however many before but I, I don't think it matters it do not matter no still the same. each race is different yeah Madrid apparently is quite hilly we're going to experience that in a minute um, and it's going to get up to sort of 17, 18 degrees it's not, so as, the app says. not as hot as what we thought so yeah. uh, that's good news but it wasn't supposed to be 27 in Chicago and it ended up so let's we'll see what happens I'm still covered in factor 50 don't worry about that <laughs> rated, rated yoghurt <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're going to go and drop bags off now. Um, we're going to try and uh, do some recording on the route, not together because we run our own race. Uh, but otherwise, we'll catch up with you on the finish line. Let's hope that Gary's uh, guts are intact. Yeah, we might do some live recording of me puking. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We are in the corral. Getting ready to go. Getting vamped up. Scaramouche, Scaramouche. Very excited right now. Galileo, 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 Bonjour. Fuck's sake, I just absolutely smashed my knee off this sort of tall blue curb thing. I think it's the divider between the road and the cycle path or something. I just didn't see it. That is going to take an awful lot out of me. Um, still got probably an hour, hour and a half, hour 45 maybe to go. A lot of pain now. But uh, legs, hearts and minds. Legs have gone. Uh, not voluntarily, unfortunately. Just because 
Mind me, it's my own fault completely. I was trying to find some strength head down. Didn't see it, smash. But uh, it's all about hearts and minds now. It's not going to beat me, I'll get through it. But it's not going to be with a, uh, any aplomb. It's going to be very much a whimpered finish. <coughs> but uh, that's all right, it's no heroes here. No heroes. Hola. Uh, <coughs> 17. 0.2 miles in, so it's about nine and a bit to go, which feels good, single figures. Uh, I've lost Dean, I'm not sure at this point if he's in front or behind, but I'm feeling all right. A couple of little niggles in the right knee, which I'm just trying to ignore. We're in like a bit of a long, straight, quiet, lonely bit where the sun's getting quite hot. But I'm feeling all right. Madrid is beautiful. Lots of heavy breathing for you all to listen to. Um, I'm covered in factor 50, which seems to be running into me mince pies now. But I'm going good guns. There is a pub. I'm envisioning, envisioning myself in there in about two, three hours with beer in hand. Hola! Speaking the lingo, picked up a few words. Hola and gracias. Not many Brits knocking about. Um, sometimes need that bit to spur me on, but I think I look like a local with my pale skin. Anyway, that's enough ramblings of a tired man. We'll see you after. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm four kilometres from the final, the, the finished post there, and I'm in fucking agony. I'm barely moving as I'm trying to compensate for the pain in my right. My left is cramping. I stop to stretch it, but then as I stop, getting going again is almost impossible. It's fucking. I paid to do this as well. Head the ball, Dino. All about focus now. Just one foot in front of the other. Just keep going. Oh my god. Uh, 20 miles in. Well, 20.4. So, just. A little bit less than six to go. Oh, it's warm though. Finished. Um, I'm not sure what time it was. I think it was just over four. <laughs> oh, I'm crying my eyes out. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Ah, bloody hell. Okay. Uh, well, we're back at Airbnb, having successfully completed the Madrid Marathon. Yeah, shake <laughs> my hand, dude. Bless your soul, sir. We won. All three of us did it. Oh, God. Tough. Tough? Yeah. I um, 
just I didn't want to let the listeners down, so I've puked up quite a bit. Yeah, bless your soul. How are you feeling now? Uh, I'm I'm gonna have a nap. I'm gonna yeah. have a little disco nap. Yeah, I think we all need one. Uh, and then we're gonna hit the after party. But um, yeah, we've finished it. Four hours, one minute. I'm I'm happy with that, but I'm gutted that it's not under that four hour target that I keep trying to get. But that's a PB though, isn't it? PB. So yeah, fuck off, Madrid. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also, I mean, we'll come to discuss this in a bit more uh, depth, I assume, when we uh, come to record properly. But the, the hills and the heat, and it was so busy, man. Yeah, it was. It was a yeah, it was a tough one. It was a uh, that's the, that's not an easy one at all. I don't think that. I didn't expect hills until we rocked up and everyone was sort of started talking about them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've done it. We've done it. Skin of my teeth. I I had an altercation with an immovable object and limped home oh, so much pain but uh, this this became a different thing for me today it became a different battle usually it's like oh, I'm trying to race against times or trying to overtake people or, yeah. but this was just purely just got to get through this I'm a stubborn fucking Yorkshireman I was always going to finish but it might have uh, taken me longer than it needed to uh, but yeah I got 4 hours 28 and it and the last 2 of those were so painful so painful it was a tough run. It was a tough run. And you've nailed it, man. One, four hours, one minute. Yeah, yeah. And we should mention Tennant as well. Yeah, he's in the shower. Five. He's in the shower somewhere, soaking his aching bones. <laughs> Something like that, anyway. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, a, what a fabulous achievement again, man. Pats on the back all round, I think. Yeah. Let's let's go out with our medals on and get some paella and wine. Absolutely, never was anything more deserved. <laughs> Hello, welcome to comparehaircut.com. We are the one-stop shop for haircut insurance. Had your haircut by Audrey Roberts? No problem. Edward Scissorhands? No problem. Stevie Wonder? No problem! You're still covered with CompareTheHaircut.com. We are Slovakia's premium website for haircut insurance. And if you buy with us today, we offer two for one on doorbells, courtesy of HighEndBalance.co.uk. CompareTheHaircut.com. Simple. <laughs> Fuck you, hell. Here we are, we're back in the country. We are back. Oh, I'm sat here in, in my Madrid top. I know, yeah, you run a marathon recently, yeah, you. Can't let go. <laughs> <laughs> I think, first of all, I'll just drop my pen there. But first of all, we should apologise at our tardiness. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, just because we got back and then got straight back into it, then we were pretty busy. Yeah. Uh, we just didn't have time to do our post-marathon debrief yeah and i think sometimes a little bit of distance from something uh isn't a, a bad thing it's nice to come away and just sort of relax into the holiday blues yeah oh did we have holiday, holiday blues? blues jesus christ i think that's the worst one i've had you know big come down yeah 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 absolutely I, I, we, we had such a good laugh afterwards yeah after the marathon was obviously great regardless of pains we were in but Madrid's a fabulous place, which Amazing. we'll talk about. But yeah, man, I had a, I had a struggle like, yeah. a few days afterwards. Yeah, oh, yeah man. so did I. I was, I was very low. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's book another one. Quick, yeah. let's go somewhere. I think, I think normally, I, I, 
we we normally drink after a marathon. We have a bit of a pie, but yeah. that felt like an, another level. We did a lot of boozing. Yeah, but uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, we did we have longer after because normally it's on a Sunday, so and it moved a day. I don't know. I'm trying to give an excuse here as yeah, to why we felt shit. Know. We boozed a lot and had a lovely time. I think that's understandable to have blues. I, th- I think I think just the lovely time really was mm. had, and then when we came back, it's all over and you, something you've trained for a good while for. That's it, you know. It's not like a holiday, is it? Because you've built yourself up for yeah. five or six months for this this one thing. And then when it's over, you're like, oh, oh what's well, done now, yeah. Yeah, what now? Yeah, you lose that sense of purpose. Yeah. Or certainly that area of your life where you were training, trying yeah, to yeah. stay fit, it just goes. Because I go the other way now. I go, right, well, I'm going to have six donuts tonight because <laughs> I've not got anything coming up. As so opposed I'm... to five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed hearing uh, from us. We apologise that the sound quality wasn't quite as good as you've come to expect with from behind the middle, um, but we were just going straight into our phones. Um, but that's a little flavour. you got a little flavour there of, of uh, not only sort of, the bag trop or at the corral where we were waiting to start but also on the race as well yeah i th- i think what what came across with those couple of voice notes is the sort of range of emotion my god like giddy on the friday before in that market <laughs> yeah. giddy on the bag drop yeah cut to dean's head falling off my god cut to me cry my eyes out it's yeah <laughs> but your, your head falling off in a nice way yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what i mean mine falling off going oh god i've got an hour and 45 minutes of just agony to, yeah. to shuffle through and yours going i did a thing i uh, loved you, it it was yeah. great <laughs> the whole range of emotions that you go through um but yeah i think should we do a, de- a debrief i think we should let's go what <laughs> <laughs> go on then go on then start <laughs> go on then ask me a question tv's gary damer okay we landed on Friday. We did. Uh, and we went to the expo. Yeah, we did, which was out in the sticks, really, wasn't it? It's not, yeah, bloody hell. It's usually like... they're quite close to start lines or finish lines or in the city centre, but it was at some random warehouse miles away. Yeah, and, and we got to the warehouse, but even then you had to walk another 10, 15 minutes to get into the expo. That was yeah, a did you? Place. It was a quiet expo, I thought. Not yeah. with the sort of loud and jumping and lots of atmosphere, but it, yeah. it felt quite subdued. It might have been the location. It was an aircraft hangar of sorts, wasn't it? So it, yeah. it didn't really soak up. But also, I think we were in a bit of a rush because we wanted to go meet Danny because he'd already checked checked in he'd been through i guess so i think we weren't soaking it up as much as possible yeah i guess but even like in terms of like normally i thought they normally have like music on or djs yeah. or whatever but it just felt a bit well they i think they had a bit of that did they uh, a little bit but we we were shuffling through i was very hungry as well actually i've just remembered yeah well I, after a long flight we literally it was one stop on the uh the the metro the uh, madrid underground from the uh, airport to the uh, expo so we just dived straight off there yeah. so we'd been traveling we had the travel stank all yeah, over us yeah. we were probably nervous for the well you could hear it in the when we were waiting for the uber on the clip uh, a few minutes ago on this podcast where we were clearly quite nervous about getting to the airport and starting this journey yeah, yeah so maybe yeah. we were probably just a bit distracted yeah um it's impossible to enjoy life at 10 all the time gary <laughs> <laughs> i know but i feel disappointed but i'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, speaking of the expo though uh, danny tennant bought a uh, a vest <laughs> and he wore it did he do you remember him t- oh, told us about yeah, this yeah he bought the he bought the uh madrid t-shirt oh did, did yeah he, he bought a vest because we on the last episode of the podcast we were talking about what, who the who are these people buying clothes at an expo danny oh, tennant oh i didn't and did he run in it yeah he did yeah oh, i thought he ran in his finisher shirt no 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 he ran in a vest oh wow mr observant <laughs> sat opposite <laughs> me here 
<laughs> yeah, he oh, ran in a, ran well, a vest. There was no complaints from his nipples, was there? I don't remember I don't him moaning th- about them. No. So. so maybe we're talking a lot of shit. What do we know, mate? Well, I've never never thought we knew anything, really. <laughs> well, though we did stand uh, at the backdrop, which you heard us talking uh, at uh, a few minutes ago again on the podcast before, and we were lubing right up, weren't we? Yeah. With the lots, glide. We had the glide. glide. Lots of sun cream. Mm-hmm. I, I like that bit as well, because it's always good spotting other local runners yeah. like you can tell from the t-shirts we saw a guy from the ah oh, no the name's just is it terence terence higgins terence higgins yeah, yeah yeah we spotted a guy from him so we knew he was a british fella and yeah he was sort of filling us in a bit about the course you remember because he lived in madrid for a yeah, couple he did. of years he freaked me out a little bit well he was the one <laughs> who sort of made me aware that those hills mm, so mm. i was like ah oh, shit well because he was i remember him saying 35k you get to the bit and he said, I'm not sure how dusty the road is going to be. Yeah. And I went, I went, what the hell is he talking about? And then when we got to that point, I was going, oh my God, this is exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So after the giddiness of the expo, after the giddiness of us sitting around in the Plaza Mejor, which is beautiful part of the little square in Madrid. Yeah, yeah. And then we got some sleep, not much, but we got some kip and we started. Um, we ran together for about 11 miles, which I think is the furthest we've ever run together on a marathon before. Yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. Um, I, I don't know why that was. Well, it was very busy, wasn't it? I think yeah. it, it had been a struggle to... Because oh, there was like 30,000 runners doing mm. it. Um, which was, surprised me that. I didn't think it was going to be that big. Yeah, it was busy, wasn't it? But I there was a point in it where I not, needed to sort of rejig my shoelaces. I felt my shoelaces were a bit too tight. Yeah. So... This must have been only about four or five miles in. Yeah, it wasn't far. We were still on that first straight. So I, I pulled over, and obviously you carried on. And I thought that'd be it. I thought I wouldn't yeah. see you again. You'd you'd power on. But then, I, yeah, I caught up with you a bit further on. Mm. And, but it was nice how I enjoyed it. I really liked it, yeah. Um, there was a part, because the, the, there was a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon uh, last Saturday. And uh, the half marathon and the marathon set off at the same time. Yeah. And so at, at a point which was in the end about 11 and a half miles in, uh, there was loads of marshals and there was signs all over the place saying um, half marathon peeled left mm-hmm. and the full marathon peeled right. We were together at that point because we were giving loads of love to yeah, the yeah. half marathoners. Au revoir. Were, Au revoir. <laughs> Arrivederci. Yeah. They were giving us loads of um, loads of love back and we got loads of energy. And I think that's where, because you have spoken at this podcast about how much you thrive off that human yeah. interaction. I think you went, ah, we've just had a nice experience and you just peeled I off. Did. I couldn't see you. That, dust, that, was gone. My, that was my moment where I, I left you. Yeah. Because I, I, I got such a, it was such a little moment as well, mm. but I got such a buzz, such a lift off everyone waving. Yeah. It was like, it reminded me, do you know when you're on a ghost train? <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me. All right. <laughs> this is going somewhere. Okay, no. You know when you're on a ghost train? Sure. This, this It took me back to when I was a kid and you sort of sat in a queue uh, of there's a couple of ghost cars in front of you. Yeah. And yours is just about to go through the doors, mm-hmm. and your mum and dad waves here. You know, from the, like the viewing area. That's what it reminded me of, like that that adrenaline rush of going, "Oh God, this is it!" And then you go through the doors, and that was me. Does that make any sense? That's Harry? amazing. That's one of the most profound things I think you've ever said. <laughs> you've you've delved back into your childhood. It re- it just gave me that feeling straight away. I love how you've been able to connect those dots from that feeling to this feeling as well. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. And uh, that was it. I get. I, it gave me such a boost, such yeah. an adrenaline rush, and I was off. Well, when we did the twenty miler, uh, there was a point where you got loads of energy as well, and it was because Depeche, Depeche Mode had come through your headphones yeah. on the run, yeah. and so it was like you'd gone 
Depeche mode. Yeah. Mode uh, Depeche. Yeah. That's what we kept saying, yeah, wasn't it? Moldy with Depeche. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, so you, you left me for, for dead a little bit just before the half marathon point, I think it was. Yeah. Um, well, how was the rest of it, man? I didn't see it. Um, yeah, it was good, man. I had, I had a really good race. I had a really good run. Um, th- there was a couple of sort of long, quiet, lonely stretches in it. Yeah. Um, the one your man, the Terence Higgins Trust, was telling us about at the start, that was about, it, it was sort of like around a park, when it around yeah. a theme park, because I remember hearing the screams from roller coasters and stuff. That was just people running away from you. Ah! <laughs> 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 but that was the bit where I sort of started to wobble a little bit because it was long. Yeah, and, and dusty. Dusty and open. There wasn't much cover, like you said. Mm. Um, so it got really hot. Um, but I think that was probably like the, the lowest point for me, I think. Nice. There was, there was a little bit further on, maybe about 22, 23 miles in, and I, I, I walked for about five seconds. Right. And there was a, a spectator on the side, and he sort of leaned into me, clapped his hand, and it, it felt like he looked right into my soul, and he's like, venga, 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 which I think meant go, go, yeah, go, yeah. go. Go, go. And I was thinking, yeah, you know what? He's fucking right. So, yeah, I just got on my toes again. And that was the only point nice. where I stopped running, really. He looked into your soul and you flash back to your childhood and you're on the ghost train. <laughs> yeah. And it's the guy that presses the button to start yeah. it. And you thought, I've got to go now. In Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, though. That's nice. And you finished. Was there, a, was there a point where you thought, sub four? Yeah. There was. Um, and then what happened is... I think I don't know if we've talked about this. When when the marathon, the, you get the blue line, which is the official twenty six point two miles yeah. r- to follow. So the elite athletes, they'll run on the blue line. Mm-hmm. But because there were so many runners, you physically can't run on the blue line yourself yeah. um, as an amateur. So when you're taking corners and stuff, you're taking the corner wide and things like that, and overtaking people yeah, and all that. Zigzagging business. towards the water away from the yeah exactly all that. Yeah. All that. So my my watch ticked over. Uh, said it had done a marathon in three hours fifty six, mm-hmm. about half a mile before the finish line. So frustrating. Isn't yeah, it? so I knew at that it was probably a bit more than that actually, but I knew at that point that I wasn't going to get a, you yeah. know an official sub four. Just to clarify for anyone listening, going what? What he means there is is his GPS watch that was tracking him on the run. He's pressed start as you crossed the start line. Yeah. And because of all the zigzagging and because he wasn't exactly on the marathon course, it, obviously you're in the road, yeah. so you're on the marathon course, but you're not exactly on this blue line. Mm-hmm. It's actually a green line, wasn't it? Over there? Green line, actually. Um, yeah. But because he wasn't exactly on there, his watch ticked over to a marathon distance, 26.2, before he crossed the finish. That's what he. That's what that sort of little tale means. <laughs> what a spiel of words that came out of <laughs> Well, that. no, because I understood perfectly what you meant, but people who have never run a marathon before be going, what? Yeah. He did a marathon and then some more for shits and gigs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's very frustrating, man. Um, yeah, because I think when I crossed the finish line, my watch was on like 26.8. Yeah, so yeah. So it was quite a lot, well, quite a bit more. Yeah, well, that, yeah, 0.6 more. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd say yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. That's really tough. Um, but we heard on the end uh, of one of those voice clips there, uh, it got quite emotional at the end for you there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I normally always get emotional because like, mm. it just, the the relief and the sense of achievement and everything that you've been through building up to that. Yeah. Um, I do normally get emotional, but this was something I've not had before. I just couldn't stop crying. Yeah. I just couldn't stop. And so I was sat for a few minutes on my own at the side of the road. Uh, and then I saw Danny Tennant. Mm-hmm. 
and he started to like hug me and then I just burst out crying again. Yeah. And he and he bless him, he just said, I'm just gonna sort of leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> but he said to me afterwards, he said, I didn't know what I don't know whether to interrupt his moment or not. Yeah, it was really because I just couldn't stop. So I, I yeah, I spoke to my family and mm-hmm. did all that business and made let them know I was alive and that. But yeah, it was it was good emotion though. It wasn't like sad emotion. It was just I, yeah, it was it, I think sometimes tears are a, a part of that just sort of release in it like you d- you did it you finished it yeah you can stop pushing now you can it's almost down tools do you know what i mean and yeah. i think that can sometimes yeah that, i always cry at the end of marathons always yeah you're out there for four hours i've never had it un- uncontrollably like that before though yeah it was it was a strange one but it was it was you started screaming ghost train as well <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that might be what it is. That throughout yeah. the run, I've regressed like the op- <laughs> like big. <laughs> you put the other way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then after that, true to form. Yeah. Puked. Well, because I I I'll speak about this in a second. But I finished quite a long time after you guys. Um, but when I got there, you just you looked hot and sweaty and like you'd run a marathon. But you weren't. I didn't think you looked like you were going to throw up. No. And then as we started walking, you downed a Capri Sun that was inside the marathon finishers bag, and you threw it up almost intact. I didn't, I didn't down it. Oh, I did you not? No, no, because I, I knew I had that sort of furry, fuzzy mouth where I, yeah. I thought I was going to be sick. So I, I thought. Because again, I, I don't know what it is that makes me sick. So I thought maybe it's sugar. Yep. So I only had a few small mouthfuls right. of that capri sun, thinking that'll just bring me sugar back up. But now, as soon as that couple of mouthfuls went in, that just sort of opened the floodgates. So right. I, yeah, I threw, I threw it, I threw a lot up. Yeah, because yeah, we had a piece of chewing gum, and then <laughs> we were walking <laughs> to go back to the uh, to the metro. I forgot about that. And I just heard you coughing and spluttering, and this fucking piece of chewing gum came whizzing past my head. <laughs> I was like, oh, Ross, he's in a bad place here. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, you started getting quite ill. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, they had most, not to get <laughs> quite graphic, but a lot of the time when I've seen you been sick after marathons or triathlons or whatever, it's always been very clear. Yeah. Whereas this had seemed to have a lot of substance to it. Yeah, yeah. Was that just what you were getting rid of on the on the course? Like, I, is I that stuff so. you were drinking on the course? I had more, um, like, Powerades on yeah. the course this time. Yeah, yeah, because of the heat. yeah. Um, than just water, so I guess maybe it was a bit of that, and yeah, but yeah, it's, it seemed to sort of take a while to come on the sickness, and then after I was sick, it just sort of went away quite quickly. Whereas yeah. normally in the past, it's been a good couple of hours where I can even walk and move again, yeah. So, um, strange getting better, getting, getting better, <laughs> PBs are getting better, <laughs> your race time is getting better, and you're throwing up is uh shortening somewhat (laughs) improving (laughs) um so that's the bodily functions ticked yeah Um, dino tell me about yours well yeah you you had found this energy uh right about mile 12 um and i stayed with you for a little bit but i thought if i stay at this level i'm gonna run out of steam too too quick i made a prediction before that you would finish before me which is the first time that's ever happened on a marathon we've done together um but you just seemed so much fitter than than me so I thought, right, I'm not going to try and stay with you because that'll just burn me out and I'll have a really shit end, which I ended up doing anyway. But so I thought, I'll let you go. And I just enjoyed the course. I was in, I enjoyed my just time running around Madrid. Uh, and then I got to about 15 miles and Danny Tennant came bursting past me. Mm. And 
it looked like he dropped a fucking E or something like that. Because <laughs> honestly, it looked like he just started. The jury's out on that one. Honestly, he bounded past me. He was running backwards. Dino, how you doing? No way. Oh mate, he was in great shape. What a twat. Uh, yeah, I was. I was so jealous because I was. I was doing all right. I was feeling pretty good, but I wasn't going to stay with him. But I was just pl plodding along, thinking, "How's he got all this energy?" I was still on for about a three fifty, maybe at that point, yeah. um, as we were as we were going. Um, and yeah, he, he bounced past, uh, and he said to me, "He don't look at his watch when he's running the daft bastard." Dude. And, he went, <laughs> and he went, "Yeah, Dean, what what mile are we on?" And I went, oh, uh, just coming up to 16. He went, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think he thought he was just around the corner from the finish. Bless his little lad. He's got a GPS watch on his fucking yeah. wrist. Well, I've been out with him and it, like my watch will tick over. And I was just about to say it. He'll be like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I wonder why that is. don't know. I think... Well, because I, I was going to say this as well. I, I, I saw about three distance markers on this race. They were hidden. Yeah. They were just small and like not very brightly colored. Yeah. Or... And they were in kilometers as well, which always throws me slightly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he bound past me at about mile fifteen, and then it wasn't long after that. You can hear me talk about it on those clips there. Uh, there's like uh, in, in Madrid, quite wide um, uh, streets going sort of going through the center, and then at uh, the very extremes, there's two cycle paths. Mm. Um, they have these blue dividers that sometimes are proceeded with a uh, a little bollard sometimes aren't and it's just to separate the two things we saw a guy hit the deck do you remember around about mile four me and you no well no he didn't hit the deck he saved it do you remember and you were like oh, oh better yeah. save than david de gea yeah 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 the small mouth <laughs> um and so i'd been pre-warned but i i, I get smile i think it's mile i think it was 16 or 15 and a half 16 and i was i was quite tired at this point i knew my second win was imminent and i was coming up this this hill and this guy in front of me darted out of the way of something, and I thought he'd seen someone he knew opposite the street or whatever. So I had a little look up to him and then smashed into this ah, thing. Shit. And pain wasn't straight away, but then after a little while of, of the impact on it, yeah. my right knee was just in bits. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. It, wa it wasn't the fact that I'd picked up a little knock. It was that I just knew how far there was to fucking go. Yeah, because it, it would have hurt if you'd have done that on, on a normal day. Yeah. But it's going to hurt twice as much when you do that and then you run in yeah. 30 miles or whatever after that. Yeah. And, and well, because if we say if we'd have done that on a training race, mm. I'd have gone, oh, this ain't good. I'll, I'll see you at home. Yeah. And I'd have gone home. But I, I, I'm too stubborn, me. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get through this. But it's, I just was aware of how much pain I was going to be in. Mm. Um, and then because I was running to compensate for the pain in my right knee, my left-hand side started cramping up like a fucker. It was just horrible, mate. Tough it was, day. Yeah, tough day, really tough day at the office. We've spoken before about how you can do all the training you want in the world, but if you just have a bad race day, yeah, if you have an accident or if the conditions are against you, it can affect you so much. And it added so much time on, as as you would expect. Yeah. I didn't walk at any point. I would pull over and try and stretch my uh, muscles that were that were cramping. But then when I started running again, you couldn't really notice that I was running. Proper shuffle. <laughs> was it a shuffle? Was it? I tried to film a bit on my uh, phone and it, it just looked ridiculous. So I <laughs> quickly deleted it. Um, but it was it was really, it was tough. It, that was the most mental race that I'd had, as in like that's the, the race where I had to rely on mental strength above yeah. physical strength. Um, and actually with a bit of distance behind it now, I mean, it was a week or so ago now, and I look back on it and I think, I feel very proud of myself. Yeah. Because it would have been so easy to go, oh, this has happened, I'm stopping. Never crossed my mind. Genuinely never crossed my mind. Well, that's the that's the bonus of having 
that mental race in it because yeah. I've had a couple of them now, and but I think the end result is almost better than if you yeah. had a good race. I think because mm. you're like, wow, yeah, like I've just done that while wow, this has happened or whatever. Yeah, in spite of that, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that sort of um, that realization of the mental strength you've got mm. is is a good feeling. People achieving things they didn't think they could do. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Throwback to Scott, yeah. Scotty C there. Um, but yeah, it was it was a mad one. And, and I relied a lot in the really dark moments there where I was just in bits and I was just so acutely aware that not only was the distance quite long, but at the speed I was running, I was going, I've got another hour and a half of this. Mm. And that's, that's difficult to get your head around. But so what I did was something I've never done on a marathon before is I dived onto WhatsApp and uh, Caroline and Dan on the group that we're in we're going, oh, Dean's fallen off the pace. I think he might have got injured. On, and and they were saying, our oh, tenant's overtaken. Uh, Dean, he's getting so close to Gary. And so I just lived your race and, and tenant's race through those updates and yeah, through, yeah. A few, through a few messages back into that. Just to, and we've spoken about this before, taking myself out of the pain. Yeah. Just going, oh, th- these guys are doing really well. Kept refreshing the app to see if you got sub four so that I could have this elation yeah, moment. Yeah. You fucking let me down. Yeah, no, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, I like a little delve into what's happening. I do it quite a bit. Yeah, I've never done it before in a race. Yeah, because I I, I need, we've, I say this every time, I need that little boost, me. Yeah. So being yeah, from yeah. a pal or a family or whatever. And as you say, Dean and Caroline were... Um, following us and tracking us and sending us messages and that's also because as i say i didn't know where if you were in front of me or behind me at that point and it wasn't until i'd gone into the group um to see that you'd fell over and had a nightmare Mm. um but i was sending you a a lot of love as well come on dino oh yeah we'll we'll make it worth your while at the end later on (laughs) tonight (laughs) absolutely uh and yeah cross the cross the finish line floods of tears as always with me a very emotional thing um and I didn't know where you guys would be because I was 25 minutes after you guys. Mm. So I thought, I don't know where these guys, these guys might have gone back to the bag drop or whatever. But I got my medal, uh, got my bag, and I came forward and I could see Tennant's tiny head. Um, <laughs> Thinking how far away is his head? <laughs> I must have been fucking close to him to have seen it. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we rinse our good friend Danny Tennant for having a very small head. He doesn't really, but it's just something that we has stuck. Yeah. Uh, we'll put a picture out, and you can make your fucking own minds up if he has the Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. <laughs> if he has the head of a king prawn on a man's shoulders. Um, but I, so I saw Tennant, and I was like, "Where the fuck's Gary? What's Gary up to?" And then bless him, true to form, tucked behind a bin. Yeah. Doing a lot of heavy breathing was Gary. A lot of um, heavy breathing, a lot of spitting. Yeah, but again. Uh, just to be in Madrid, however many hundred miles away from home, with two of my very good pals, to have achieved what we did that morning and then to be reunited with you guys, oh, it's such an elation. It's such yeah. a lovely thing. Isn't it? Regardless that I was in bits, you were in different bits, uh, Tenants E was wearing off or whatever the fuck <laughs> he'd done. He didn't do drugs on the course, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, j- I'm just purely saying stupid things. But he was he was doing his own. He was running his own battle. Um, and regardless that we were all in these different mindsets and that we'd had a completely different morning to each other, to be reunited and be like, oh, hi, hi guys. Yeah. Lovely thing. Amazing, mate. What what a thing. I, we've said this over and over again, but what, a, what a, an amazing thing. It's so good. So good to... Uh, then be faced with, oh, we're going, we're having after party now. We, we're going to have three days in a city that we had fallen in love with. Yeah. Um, truly fallen in love with. What an amazing place. My God. And 
also, it's such a good, I, I think it's such a good way to get chatting to people as well because we went yeah. out that night and we wore our medals, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And, and you can just have a chat about it and it doesn't matter that we're walking like idiots, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Growing our heads off going downstairs and that. It's, <laughs> it is a good, it's a good way to do it, I think. I'm a big fan. I, I, I completely agree. Um, I, someone at work the other day said, well, what, you know, why didn't you just go to Madrid for a holiday? It's like, well, we did, mm. but we also achieved a thing. Yeah. And we earned our pizza and we had a lovely time. The three of us shared a mutual experience of doing a thing. Yeah. Um, With that in mind, that sort of mentality, because we, we met uh, Myrna and Serena. Yes. In the market. Was yep. this a day after the marathon? A couple it? of days after, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I recognise them because we were stood behind them in the in the Manchester airport, mm-hmm. and then we saw them again uh, in this market, as I say, and we called them over, and we had a chat with them, and I'm going to hold my hands up here. I was being a little bit snobby. I was doing the same before yeah. I got chatting to them because they they did the 10k, mm-hmm. and at first I I had the attitude of going fucking hell, like why go all that way yeah just to do a 10k, but they've just. Because I told them that, I t- was chatting with them about it, and they, their answer was exactly the same as what you've just done. Yeah. Why not? Why not go run round a city? It's a watertight argument, isn't it? Yeah. Why not? As soon as he said it, I was like, yeah, I'm fair play. Yeah, because I think we, we were walk, walk, wandering around the city. Um, all of the finishers' T-shirts were different colours depending on what race you'd done. The uh, 10K was a blue T-shirt, the half marathon was a yellow T-shirt, and Gary sat in front of me in a nice pinky mm-hmm. red colour. And so every time we would see a marathon T-shirt, we'd be like, Oop. every time we'd see a half marathon, we'd be like, oh, yeah. Every time we'd see a 10K, we'd be like, fuck, Ross, what was your other leg doing? I know, it's and, so bad of us, that, isn't it? It's bad of us, and I'll tell you for why it's bad of us, because what we talk about on this podcast is about inclusivity getting yeah, out and doing a I thing know, I know. we forgot ourselves for those moments yeah i think it was wrapped up in a pride that we'd done a thing yeah but when we spoke to myrna and serena we were we literally went ah oh, what have we been thinking yeah. these last few days they were ace them as well weren't they, they were brilliant the good fun couple of manchester ladies halfway around the world talking shit to us guys in we a market had, yeah we stood in the corner of this market for about three hours wasn't yeah, we it? Did. drinking lots of red wine just yeah. talking absolute broken biscuits <laughs> it was great and they'd come over and had a, a wonderful trip and uh i think myrna's booked another one in vienna mm. uh, i know she listens to this podcast so hello hello um hi um and so it it, it was exactly the same mindset as us um and doesn't need any more, doesn't need it. Yeah, I know, it was, it, to was, that. it was bad of us. And, and as I can say, as soon as she answered it, I was like, yeah, fair point. Yep, done. Made my mind up. So that is a good way to do anything. Yeah. Go go away, mm-hmm. run whatever, mm-hmm. and, and you'll have a lovely time. And explore. And we absolutely did. We found some lovely little areas of the city. The yeah. sun was beating down. Oh, it was hot, wasn't it? Hot. I, I had a right vest tan me you know yeah you did right yeah. where my running vest was uh. i was uh, <laughs> yeah i was sore and pink when i got back <laughs> <laughs> obviously not enough factor 50 yeah well it must have just rubbed off on your shoulder bits yeah, yeah, yeah. from the race um but yeah man we found some amazing amazing bars and yeah roof terraces and uh, amazing um, paella restaurants oh. and uh, tapas we had some beautiful tap oh man i, re- I really liked madrid yeah I want to go back. I do. I don't. I. I don't know why it's never come up before. Well, I'm sure, and I can't remember who it was, but I told someone I was going to Madrid, and they've sort of turned their nose up a little bit. And I thought because it's a capital city, it's mm. going to be a bit sort of trashy and a bit westernized, and yeah. not westernized. That's not the word, is it? 
Uh, it can be, as in... Uh, like British. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Americanized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it really wasn't, was it? It was no. It was still really cultural and amazing buildings. And yeah. It wasn't British pubs on every corner and, you know, British blokes drinking beer in, yeah. in With vests. bulldog tattoos and all that. Yeah, there was none of that. I, I remember um, I read somewhere doing a bit of research before we went, Lonely Planet or one of those websites, and it said that Madrid, a lot of people don't go to Madrid when they come to Europe. Uh, I'm talking about you know people from America or from mm. the Far East, whatever. It's because they don't have like a photo opportunity like they do in Paris. Paris, you go, you get your photo taken with the Eiffel Tower. Right. Rome, you go, you get your photo taken with the Colosseum. Um, Barcelona, you get your photo taken at the New Camp, which has yeah. a very big um, tour, or it has like Las Ramblas, um, which I've said horrendously but badly. Leeds, you get your photo taken. In front of that pigeon that has a walking <laughs> stick. <laughs> One leg pigeon. <laughs> Steve, we call him. Um, but it, but Madrid doesn't have a focal point of tourism. It doesn't have like a, a, a monument or a, a building that people go, oh, that's definitely Madrid. If you used to show a picture of the basilica that we walk past to anyone on the street, they probably wouldn't be like, oh, that's Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I think that's point. part of the reason why people don't uh, seem to go, yeah. But I loved it. Amazing, mate. I'm, I'm definitely going again for sure. Yeah. Going to all the exact same places that we went to as well. <laughs> Creatures of habit. Well, we said that as well, didn't we? We ended up going to this uh, Mercado thing, this market, <laughs> sitting in the same seats at the oh, same, man. just absolutely. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. If you've had a fabulous time doing something, repeat it. Yeah. We did. We went to lots of other places as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like our favourite one, so we, we always managed to find. Do you know what I loved as well? We were walking up a street. I have no idea where it was. This was very late on after lots and lots of mojitos. Mm -hmm. And there was a busker, and we all started throwing yeah. shapes on the street and dancing. And there was a guy playing guitar and singing, and there was a guy next to him with, like, maracas and lots yeah. of percussion instruments. On the spoons. Yeah, and he said to us, hey, lads, where, where are you from? And I said, oh, Manchester. And he went, me too. Born and bred <laughs> in Longsight. And I love that. It's I good, love it? that. All, however many miles away, you know, pissed out of our heads dancing on the street <laughs> and there's a um, literally bez from the happy mondays <laughs> stood there did he because i don't remember much did he live there now did he live in madrid yeah he'd moved out there he'd said yeah he lived in manchester for a good while um I, I don't know what he was doing out in madrid other than standing next to this busker and throwing some shapes in it was um, fucking brilliant it was great we got some fabulous pictures of of us yeah one of them shapes. of you and then uh, you and tenant is like an album cover mm, it's yeah, like yeah. your arms are swinging everywhere it's fucking brilliant yeah just a, f a fabulous fabulous trip um a little bit of karaoke happened oh god uh, oh <laughs> um, terrible one dancing in the street drinking on rooftop terrace bars mm. uh this market's incredible yeah um i when you think of market i think we said on the uh, on the uh, the, the voice clips you think of berry market yeah or leeds brigade you know and it was this really swanky market where it's a lot of artisan foods yeah. and a lot of cool wines and oh, oh my god it was unbelievable and they had it was like my heaven they had one stall one like corner of the place that was just like cakes and yeah cookies mm. <gasps> oh god it was ridiculous we spent a small fortune in there on that saturday didn't we we did but then uh, again we were on this uh, plaza mayor which is the uh, wasn't far away from our airbnb which was amazing as well yeah. the location more than anything um and so it's the hub of, of tourism, mm. you know, a lot of uh, street performance and that sort of thing on this. We literally sat in the sunshine on this uh, in this square 
and we were there for ages. We drank a lot. We had a lot to eat. We got the bill. Mate, it was so cheap. Wasn't yeah, it like it 70 was, euros? Did, yeah, we did all right. We, that, was that the Saturday, that? Uh, no, that was a Sunday. That was a Sunday, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would just we couldn't spend our money quick enough. I mean, we we did. <laughs> <laughs> we gave it a good try. We gave it a good try. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, eating and, and drinking and and laughing, laughing, man. We didn't stop laughing for the so whole trip. Stupid, isn't it? When when you when you were a group of people who were just on the same stupid fucking level. Yeah. And it is stupid. Isn't it? We're on a ve- our humour is so basic. Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. Like so <laughs> childish. Um, and it was just, that was all that we were doing, just trying to make each other laugh as, as yeah. any way we could. But we said it, we were doing a bit of um, a bit of patting our own backs at one point, saying that sometimes in a big group of, of I mean, there's only three of us, but in, in any group of, of people, um, you can get very much alphas who just want to be front and centre all the time. And I don't think we, we're either three alphas or three betas or whatever, but we just took it in turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took it in turns to come to the front and just shell each other yeah. and just have a load of gags. <laughs> and then we just happily retreat and then let someone else come forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just a, a, a great trip, man. A, a superb trip, which clearly lent into the fact that we were so blue for a few days afterwards, just pining the time that we'd had yeah, there. Yeah, just for like a couple of days after we were obviously in our Madrid marathon chat. <laughs> Just sending memories and pictures. And <laughs> every everything reminded me of Madrid. Like I was watching. Oh, what was I watching? I remember texting you. Oh, I was watching a David Attenborough thing, and this sheep. <laughs> no, what was it? No, this deer. This is so stupid. This deer saw a tiger or something and did like a yelp. But the yelp reminded me of <laughs> you put a bottle of cold water on Tennant's back. Yeah. And he made the same yelp. So I'm watching David Attenborough in my living room, hearing this deer yelp, and I was like, oh, fucking hell, Tennant, I love him. I want to be back. <laughs> was it the same yelp that you made when you got thrown off that ghost train when you were five years old? <laughs> Um, so, what's your final word on the uh, on the Madrid Marathon, Gary? What was what's the final thought process? What do you take away from it? I take away um, a PB. Yep. Uh, first and foremost, but then just a lovely weekend with good pals. Yeah. Booze, great memories, lots of laughs. Yeah. Um, and a new tick on my life list. Yeah. <laughs> You can't ask for more than that from a weekend no, away, can you? No, and it didn't. F- it felt long, didn't it? It felt it didn't rush by. No, which yeah, it's good. It's it's not like. I yeah, wish we'd have had a few hours in bed extra the morning we got up at four o'clock to go to the airport okay, to come back, but um, can't have everything. So thank you for tuning in to episode 11 of the Behind the Metal podcast. Uh, I'm sorry once again that it took us so long to get this out, um, but uh, I hope it was worth it. A little glimpse into what it takes to uh, run a marathon, eh? Yeah, good things come to those who wait and all that shit. Absolutely. So um, where can you uh, find uh, us, more of us, uh, tell your friends, uh, do some plug-in, Gary? Well, we're going to do a few pictures to go alongside the podcast, and mm-hmm. they'll be on the Twitter, which is at Behind the Medal. Yep. And then on your podcast platform, if you could give us a like, give us a thumbs up, um, give us a comment, give us a review and subscribe and all that business. Just makes us look popular. And again, it's boring, isn't it? But it just means we can keep making it if you give us a bit of 
feedback. Back. Absolutely. Um, uh, I'm not entirely sure what the next episode is going to be. Uh, we've got plenty to fucking talk about. Yeah. Um, but uh, we definitely want to hear from uh, from you guys some more. Uh, we've got a few bits and bobs to talk about, about how um, the chats with Scott Cunliffe and Danny Mills and the shit that we have to say has inspired people and what people are doing now, um, having listened to the podcast. But just get in touch. Yeah. Get in touch. Tell us what you're up to. Tell us your deepest, darkest hopes and dreams. Tell us what carnival ride as a child inspired you to run a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if anyone, if any listeners went on that ghost trail in Blackpool, they know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Big Q, waiting to go through the doors. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Surely do. <laughs> okay, so it is a goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. <laughs>